Yeah, I get it. I understand. We're busy. Life is overwhelming. We have a lot going on. It's loud. But that's all the more reason why you need to take time for yourself. To sit, to breathe, and to just be still. So a part of the services that Khadijah RBZ offers is meditation and breathwork guidance. Sometimes when people just think about meditating, they get overwhelmed because they don't know where to start. Well, let me guide you through the process. Go to KhadijahRBZ.com and book a meditation session. You deserve it. You deserve the investment and you deserve the 30 minutes of peace and tranquility that this session will offer you. So go ahead, head over to K-H-A-D-I-J-A-H-R-B-Z.com and book your meditation session. I promise you, it'll be worth it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Declare It with Khadijah RBZ. Thank you so much for once again another week showing up, pulling up your chair and joining me for an awesome conversation. And as I have been telling you, I have a guest. I have a special guest joining me today for this phenomenal episode. This is Kim, and I want you all to give a round of applause for Kim. Even though we don't have literal round of applause, just clap for it in your car, wherever you are right now. <laughs> Welcome, Kim. How are you? I'm great, Khadija. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. It's another day, another week, and I am living and loving, so that's good. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm so happy that you invited me to be a guest on the podcast this is my first one so i'm super excited okay so you're a podcast virgin yes <laughs> you've popped my podcast cherry <laughs> love it love it. I, don't, I, I don't think that the declare audience was ready for that but it is so <laughs> perfect and so apropos so it's it's all good it is all good so kim is a mom she is a wife she is a full-time go-to-work person and yeah. she is a blogger i read her blog and i promise you it's like one of those blogs that's just like real and you're like in in one thought you're thinking oh my gosh she said that and then in the <laughs> next you're like oh my god I'm so glad she said it somebody had to say it <laughs> I've been getting a lot of that really yeah. yes I've been getting a lot of private messages a lot of text messages from people who know me a lot of people posting on social media like you said the things that I think but I never say so I'm happy that I've finally gotten myself to a position where I can share and that people can relate. Yeah. Because a lot of times we don't share because we think that people can't relate. Mm-hmm. So, mm -hmm. with your blog, tell us the name of your blog and how the blog came about. Okay. So, the name of my blog is The Rich Wife 
M and it's spelled the, of course, and then rich, R-I-C-H, wife, W-Y-F-E.com. So basically what happened is for probably the last four or five years, um, my husband has been saying, I think you should write a book. Um, your story, like your childhood, your upbringing is not anything that I've ever heard before. So I think that you should write a book. And I'm like, I'm not ready to write a book. I don't know anything about that. And honestly, for a long time, people who knew me knew these stories. But if you weren't in my circle of trust, as I call it, you didn't know any of this. Right. So... I didn't really share with people, um, but when we moved to Florida almost four years ago, it was kind of like I was in a space where I had to meet people all over again Uh for the first time. And I was very nervous about that because I had been born and raised in Maryland my whole life. I lived in the same little radius of probably 15 to 20 miles for 30 plus years. So to move all the way to another state that I had never been to, I was I was very nervous because I'm like, I don't know how to make friends like <laughs> meet new people. Like I'm old. I don't have time to be trying to socialize and you know, initially I was just like, Well, I just you know, I'll keep my friends at home, I'll keep in touch with them but you know, when you move, things change and it's not intentional, but like your lives are connected the same way because you don't have events that you go to with these people. You don't see them on a regular basis. Things just change. Yeah. And while I do still keep in touch with, you know, some of my friends at home, I realized that I needed sisterhood. Like I needed friendship and I needed to um, find people to talk to. So, We've been here three years. You know, we've joined the church here. We have, um, who are like our surrogate, we call them our surrogate family here. They help take care of the kids and, you know, but it still was like, I still need like girlfriends. I need somebody that I can kiki with and chit and chat and talk about my, you know, this journey of being a wife and a mom. And and I was having a really hard time um connecting with people so my husband kept saying well maybe you should join a life group at our church and our church is big on life groups and i'm like okay you know i joined one and it was like "Uh, uh." (laughs) so then i joined another and i recently joined another group and it's like we've known each other our whole lives like and i finally was in a place where i could share about myself and you know, from my childhood to my adulthood. And, you know, they were like, you should start writing this stuff down. And I'm like, you think so? And they're like, girl, we, you know, we're reading books. So we have studies that we read about different people's life stories or, or, you know, whatever it is. Right. And we just finished a book about um, Sarah Jakes Roberts. And they were like, she wrote this book and we're all reading it write your stuff down and I'm like "Mm, I don't know (laughs) like if I write it down that means somebody's going to read it and I'm not sure I want people to read these things just yet (laughs) so I don't know something oh I know so then like it just kind of kept floating around like I'm I'm at work and I'm talking to that marketing director and he's like 
have you ever looked up like your names to for branding purposes like if you ever decide you want to have a website or something and i'm like well what would i have a website for and he's like i don't know <laughs> maybe you could write a blog and i was like hmm a blog okay let me let me think about that right. so i kind of like danced around the idea then I Googled and I was like, well, my Instagram handle is the rich wife. Let me see if that exists. Mm -hmm. And it existed and mm. it was for sale. And I was like, OK, this is this is this is mine. I'm buying this. Then I'm like, OK, let me buy my husband's name. Let me see if I can buy my kid's name. Let me buy everybody's name. You know, then it was just like a GoDaddy was getting all my money. I'm like, OK, you know, this is this is exciting. So then it was like I had this blog and I had it for months. I had I didn't have the blog, but I just had this website and I had it for months. And I right. was just like, OK, I'll get around to it. And, you know, I started talking to my husband about it. And he was like, just write it down. Even if you're not posting in the blog yet, just write it down. And so, like, that's kind of what it was. I just started writing things and then. What ended up happening is that a couple of weeks ago, I was writing in the blog format and I clicked publish uh, and see? I thought that it was just going to like save my draft, you know, <laughs> you, yeah. so, so I'm a, I'm a blog virgin and I'm a podcast version because I was just like, oh, publish. Okay, it's, it's going to save it. And then like 10 <laughs> minutes later, I'm getting emails and people are liking what I posted. And I'm see? like, wait a minute. Why, why are they liking it? They can see it. They can see. Oh, no. What, like, what is going on? Listen, so. that's, that's how things happen for real. Because if we leave it to ourselves, we'll just keep pushing it off and pushing it off. Mm -hmm. And we'll just be like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little bit or I might or whatever. Because when it came to this podcast, we're actually happened with me and I'm not gonna like give you the 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 long long but just really quickly the way that it got published because yeah um I, I did record the podcast but that was because my son was like you know I got this equipment why don't you go test it out okay mm -hmm. and I did and then my husband he took the um the uh the podcast and you know he did the editing to it or whatever and then he was doing his thing on the back end of all the stuff and he ended up hitting publish that that good old <laughs> publish button like for real i'm telling you and and literally because on the website there is a button where you hit publish and it'll make it public and that was not the intent. And I literally looked at him and I said, it wasn't supposed to go yet. We have, I have a release date. Like I have all this stuff and we're, oh we're supposed gosh. to follow the rules. Right. But that's how it happened. And then after that, I just had to keep making episodes. Right. Yep. And that's what it's been. I've just been like, okay, well I posted on Wednesday. So I guess Wednesday's my day to post. So let me go ahead and get some more in the pipeline. So I'm ready for the next couple of weeks. Cause now the pressure is on because people are reading it and i'm like oh goodness okay i have to have something up i can't not post you exactly because i'm looking forward to something tomorrow so i hope you already got it it's in the look it's scheduled already <laughs> it's scheduled to go live at 10 a.m eastern standard time so it'll be up there okay be interesting. okay be up guess there. what after i read it i'm gonna text you and say i read it <laughs> <laughs> i love it so what is the blog about so the blog is about um, my journey through motherhood and um, being a wife I call it wife life and and then I say all of the other crazy in between because um, from probably maybe a little bit before I, we started 
we made a decision to have kids up until now I've been dealing with anxiety off and on um so it's a little bit of my journey through dealing with mental illness as you want to you know if you want to call it that or anxiety and then dealing with just being a mom and a wife like this is not easy I don't know how my mother did this I'm always like how was the house always clean and how was the meals always ready at six o'clock and how were how were our clothes always ironed before we got up like I'm struggling to get up before them well I'm when they go to bed I want to go to bed I'm not ironing nothing I don't want to wash any dishes but you got to do it yeah yeah the journey so yeah so no go ahead so that's you know that's pretty much the gist of it i mean i i'm here and there i'm probably gonna throw in some stories about me about about uh my childhood and how i grew up and how i grew up and how i ended up here because my story it is definitely not anything that I heard from anybody else before I started telling it to other people okay. and then people were kind of like oh okay I didn't know that about you so yeah that's well, kind of it well you know what it's interesting that people always say that oh I didn't know that about you or I didn't know that whatever mm-hmm. it's like okay well you didn't know because I didn't tell you right. <laughs> and now right. I'm sharing it with you and so you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. <laughs> so in the space of Kim and the rich wife, what is it that you want people to know? Like, what is that underlining thing that you want people to to realize about you and, and that may relate to them also? I just, I think I want people to know that you know, one, I'm not my story. That's right. number one. But number two is that you can overcome anything with the help of God or, you know, whatever it is that you believe in and perseverance. You can overcome anything. I've overcome a lot of stuff in my life and I don't look like a, a tenth of the things that I've been through. But I want to share my story because I know that there are other people that have experienced some of the things that I've experienced and maybe they're too afraid to say something. But and I was that person. I was afraid to say things about what I had experienced. But I've just come to a place in my life where I'm like, I have to share because I would hate for my, uh, you know, a younger lady or, you know, a teenager or a young girl to experience the things that I experienced and me not be in a place to share okay yes I did have that experience and this is how I got through and you will get right so I I love that you say that you don't look like the thing like what you've been through and that if you have overcome it then others can overcome it too because that so aligns with um, the mantra of declare it with Khadijah RBZ which is speak it believe it receive it and in the moment that we're dealing with things, it may not look like we're going to come out of it okay. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you mentioned was dealing with anxiety and going through that, dealing with a panic attack or, you know, mm-hmm. having moments when you're feeling anxious. In that moment, it does not feel like something that you're going to come out of okay. No. Mm-mm. But just knowing that, 
and beginning to speak that and believe that and then receive the benefits of it. Not to say that you might not have moments where you wrestle with that, but to know that there's hope on the other side, I think that is so, so huge in overcoming. Yeah, yeah, it is. And a lot of people, you know, after I posted my blog about having anxiety and and dealing with it because it doesn't always go away. And the reality of the situation, the more that I'm learning and going through therapy is that everybody has it. Everybody has anxiety. Everybody has a moment where they feel anxious or they feel nervous. But for other people, sometimes it's a bit magnified more than it is for the average person. I happen to be one of those people, unfortunately. But you know what? That's okay. You know, because I've had friends and, you know, family, people that are really close to me that after I explain to them what I have been going through, they are now more comfortable coming to me saying, look, I'm having a hard time. And I think that maybe I'm experiencing what you're experiencing. Can you can you walk me through that? Can you tell me what happens when you have a panic attack? Right. Listen, I had heard about panic attacks and I've talked to people about panic attacks people who've had them before and um you know what it felt like and my mind was not able to rationalize what that felt Mm -hmm. like and I was not Mm -hmm. able to comprehend why you couldn't catch your breath or why Mm -hmm. you couldn't you know get over it until Mm -hmm. I experienced a panic attack yeah and it was honestly i'm gonna say it was the worst feeling that i've ever felt because it was the worst feeling that i've ever felt even though i've Mm -hmm. had some bad feelings feeling like you're not in control that's exactly what it is and feeling like Mm -hmm. i i I don't want to make it seem like there's you know you're just an emotional person in that moment but feeling like you're not in control of your emotions in that moment is mm-hmm. is it it's mm-hmm. overwhelming <laughs> it's overwhelming especially if you have led a life where for you're the in most control part, you've always been in control you can roll with the punches and when you have a panic attack and you're the type of person that you're always in control you roll with the punches you've been you've dealt with adversity you've not ever had a panic attack before that's real because that was me yeah that was me before this i didn't know anything about panic attacks i didn't know anyone that had them and i started having them and i'm like this is not mm -mm, this ain't gonna work i'm used to being in control like i'm strong i'm this and i'm that and i'm like what what panic attack like mm -mm. but then i'm like i can't catch my breath and i can't yes and i can explain it to you like i and 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 it it, what i'm saying to you just doesn't sound rational right because of that but you know what that's okay because 10 minutes later i'll be all right i'll be fine but when you're in that moment like you were saying it's in the moment when you're that anxiety attack and you feel like you have no control where you really have to dig deep you have to dig deep and find with something within yourself to focus on other than the fact that you're having an anxiety attack you know like 
You just have to think about, okay, you know what? I work for this big corporation. That's what you do. And I control all these things. If I can control all these things, I can get through this moment. Yes. Or mine is in the car. Like, I have anxiety driving. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, I have anxiety driving. It's like, at one point, it was so debilitating that, like, I couldn't drive myself to work. And my mother was driving me every day. Wow. Now, I'm a grown woman yeah. with, a, with a son at this time, like... And a husband, and me and my husband were in different directions. We were living in Maryland. One's going to Virginia, one's going to Baltimore. So we go in the opposite direction to go to work. And my mother took me to work for probably five months because I just, I couldn't get behind the wheel. I couldn't do it. Wow. I couldn't do it. And so when you go from being a road warrior and driving all over the place, I was the person that, Everybody got in my car and I drove wherever I whenever I wanted to and then to wake up one day and just be like, I can't do that. What? Huh? Right. What do you mean you can't do this? What you, you've done this for how long and now you're you can't? That was devastating for me. Like I felt like I had to find who I was all over again. Wow. Having anxiety has made me realize that you're not in control of anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. You're not in control. God is in control. You know, that's number one. <laughs> and it's okay to not be in control. It's right. okay. You know, that's, it's been a, it's definitely been a journey where I've really gotten to know who I thought I was um, better than I ever had known before. So in getting to know you, what is it that you tell yourself? Is there anything that you that you say to yourself every day or or anything that that helps you helps to strengthen you along this process? For me right now, what I've been living in and honestly, this has probably been like the last eight to ten months is Philippians four and six. Be anxious for nothing. Mm. <laughs> But in every be anxious for nothing. Yes, <laughs> yes ma'am. And so, um, you know, like this week I've had an anxiety attack. Okay. Like today is Wednesday. So Monday I had an anxiety attack. And I have to just, I talk myself through them. I have to say, Kim, you're having an anxiety attack. And it's okay. And you'll be fine. You, you know, like sometimes I have it. It's usually when I'm driving. So like it's, I'm getting in a car or I'm, I'm rushing if, if it's out of routine, those are usually the times where I know that anxiety is a possibility that I'll have to deal with my anxiety. Mm -hmm. and I just kind of talk myself through it. Like, Kim, you just left work. You did all these things at work today. You drove yourself here. So you're going to drive yourself home. And that's what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I turn on some music or I sing absolutely loud to myself or... <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm counting the blue cars. I'm counting the red cars. And sometimes I just get on the phone with somebody else and I just have a conversation. And most people that are close to me at this point, I'll call them and be like, Hey, and they're like, Hey, you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm having anxiety attack. And they're mm -hmm. like, you are? Why? You, 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 what did you call me for? Cause I need somebody to talk to you for the next 20 minutes. Okay. If you just talk to me for 20 minutes, I'll get to where I'm familiar and I'll calm down and I'll be fine. Right. And that's just kind of what it is. But for a long time, I wouldn't even tell people. Like, I would just call random people like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> You're like, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. I know. I'm just calling. 
because <laughs> I'm trying to distract myself right. from having an anxiety attack. But eventually, you have to fess up to that thing. Yeah, those yeah. things you can't hold them in because they're gonna seep out one way or another. Like, right. People are gonna f- figure it out sooner or later. So two things. The first thing is, I think that when I had. Um, <laughs> that panic attack and I do call it that panic attack because it was the mm-hmm. one that was so eye-opening for me and it helped me to understand so much I think that experience helps me now as a meditation guide because when I have clients who deal with anxiety and panic attack issues I'm able to guide them in a way that I can relate to what you're experiencing and Mm. in the moment of a panic attack me saying to you oh just calm down calm down calm down is not going to help you calm down you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) it's going to make me angry (laughs) right and then your anxiousness plus your anger is not going to make for a good combination so me having that experience helps me to be more compassionate and empathetic when someone is dealing with that um, concern. So I'm thankful that I had that experience. Um, But it is very, (laughs) I don't want to say mind altering, but it, it, it just is your perspective of that type of issue or concern is so different than if you never have the experience at all. Yeah, it is. And the second thing is. is I so understand the anxiousness when it comes to driving because that is one of the main times I get anxious. Now, I don't, yeah. I can't say that when I drive that I have a panic attack, but I get very, very anxious. And if I have to drive somewhere that I didn't already plan Mm -hmm. in advance to go to this place, it's like a spur of the moment thing. And maybe I don't know how to get there or whatever. It really makes me anxious. And to the point where I perspire, Um, I Mm -hmm. have to really focus on my breathing. I notice that I grip the stern wheel, the steering wheel. Um, I don't like loud noises in the car. So you're saying that you sing obnoxiously loud. Okay, if that's the only sound that's in the car is my voice, then that's fine. But if I'm going somewhere and I feel like I have to focus, then I don't want the music (laughs) on. Yep, that's me. That's me. That's why I sing loud because I'm still in the air with something. Yes, that's me. Oh my gosh! And I did not. I honestly just thought that I was being extra. I just was like, Mm -hmm. okay, Khadija, you're just doing too much right now. But Mm -hmm. I, I realized, okay, that this is just an anxious moment. The the more that Mm -hmm. I began to to learn about myself and about things and all that, you know. I realized, okay, well, you know, this is what you're dealing with. And and that's why meditation and breathing became so important to me because it was learning how to breathe through these moments that Mm -hmm. I was able to get over them. So Mm -hmm. I completely understand. And it's so interesting to me how many people deal with this issue and don't realize what it is. No, no, they don't. And, (sighs) you know, it's, it's so it's so 
it's so crazy to me because like I have, you know, one of my close friends that I, you know, talk to on a regular basis and you know, she just had a baby and and postpartum anxiety and depression is real. Like that's a real thing. Right. And she applauded me because she was just like, You're the only person that talked to me about that. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else wants to talk about, oh, the new baby and oh how are you know how are you feeling i see you got that snapback girl you know like those are the conversations that they have with her and i'm like honey how are you feeling up here in your mind how are you know like are you adjusting well because i know when i had my son the struggle was real for me my anxiety was at an all-time high after i had my son right and I could not figure out how to calm down and I was trying to ignore it. I was trying to fight it. I didn't want to see a therapist. And so how are you doing? Yeah. And she was initially, she's like, you know, I'm fine. I feel good. And then weeks later it comes out. She's like, I'm not, mm-mm, mm-hmm. I'm not adjusting well. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for talking to me, for talking to my husband and just saying, you know, like, pay attention to how you feel. Pay attention to what it is that you're experiencing when you're alone or when you're with this baby by yourself. Because that was a big one for me, being home with the baby by myself. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I know I just carried you around in my stomach for 40 weeks. However, you're on the outside now and it's different <laughs> and I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to do. Like. Right. And I'm a grown woman. Yeah. I'm like, I'm scared. Like, I wait a minute, you have to go to the grocery store. We all go with, like, you, you, mm-mm, this is a package deal. You can't go and leave me here with this. I'm not ready. I'm right. not ready for this. And he's like, you, you had a whole human. Like, now you're not ready for it? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> and so I, you know, a lot of people I've come across, they were like, nobody talks about this. Yeah. They only talk about the baby and the excitement of if it's a boy and if it's a girl. But postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, those are real things that you should pay attention to when you're preparing to have a child. Right. So another thing that I appreciate about what you're saying and what you're sharing is you acknowledge what you're dealing with and Mm -hmm. what is going on but you don't rest there and that's something that I encourage people also I'm not saying to ignore it and act like it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. acknowledge it do do that but understand that there's a way that you can deal with it there's a way that you can address it there's a way that you can overcome it you don't have to stay here And that's what I think is so important. And the more that we're able to have the dialogue, the more that we're able to have the conversation, people will be able to see, okay, Kim dealt with this, but she's overcoming. She's not what she went through. She is becoming, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that kind of gives people hope because they don't feel stuck. And a lot of times what we do is we just say this, the one part and the one part is whatever it is that we're dealing with, but we don't give the hope side of things with it's overcomeable. Right. Or I mean, I guess for me, I don't, yeah, for me, I don't. I don't want people to feel bad for me. Yeah, 
Like I'm, I don't, I don't need a pity party. I don't want you to pat my back and say, "Oh, you're going through this. You're struggling." Woo, woo, woo. Mm-mm, no, don't do that. Please yeah. don't. Like, don't pacify me. You know, don't pacify me. You know, like if you're praying for me, great. I appreciate that. If you're sending me energy and vibes, I appreciate all of that. Yeah. But um, I'm just telling you because somebody in your family might be going through this and experiencing this, and and they're not talking to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Then nobody is saying anything about mental mental health. And I feel like in our community, you know, with us brown folk, we don't, this is not something that we discussed. Like, this wasn't something that was discussed with me when I was younger. It was, nobody said anything. And then when I'm like, well, how come I'm the only person that flew over the cuckoo's nest? I don't understand. <laughs> then but you were. Oh, well, your aunt, I wasn't. Then right. Oh, your aunt had this. And mommy did with this. And grandma had this. And I'm like, what? I thought I was the only person crazy because nobody said anything about this before. Right. Right. But it's it's very common, and I feel like as women in general, regardless of what your nationality is, we are just, we all, especially when we get into the place of being wife and mom, we're always last. Yeah. We take care of ourselves last, and we try to, like, brush it, things off, and, and mental, mental health, you know, mental illness is not something you can just brush off and right. walk away from. You have to acknowledge it. And you have to seek help if you need to seek help. Yeah. You're exactly right. And it's so important. And I appreciate you coming on the show today to share your story and also encourage others to seek help because you are so right. We will sweep it under the rug and we'll ignore it and next thing you know it's something we can't handle anymore mm-hmm. so i definitely appreciate that my next question for you is what are you declaring for yourself in 2019 like this show is called declare it so what are you mm-hmm. declaring for you in 2019 for me in 2019 i'm really just declaring that i will be more bold in sharing my story um and i will be comfortable and confident enough to share the things that other people don't want to share about themselves and that they're afraid to share because somebody has to you know and i'm not saying that nobody is doing it but i i am saying that more of us should do it because then other people don't feel so isolated and so alone so i'm just declaring that i'm going to walk in who it is that i am in 2019 and either you can like it you can love it you cannot like it or love it and that's fine with me but as long as i'm comfortable with what it is that i'm doing and sharing and i'm able to reach even if it's just one person or just jesus i'm good with that like i'm good yeah so how can people connect with you so that they can hear more of your story so that they can follow you so that they can um just just stay connected yep so i am on instagram and i'm on facebook and um both for both instagram and facebook i'm the rich wife the rich wyfe.com is my blog and it's spelled the same on my Facebook page and my Instagram. And your website is the my website is the richwife.com. And just in case you all could not write all of that down, 
You will be able to find her information in the description box of the podcast and on the website, KhadijahRBZ.com. So feel free to go to either one of those mediums and get her information so that you can stay connected to Kim because I promise you her blog is thebomb.com. Like for real, for real. Like <laughs> reading her words will have you cracking up and feeling the realness of the real at the same time. It's a blessing. <laughs> now I'm just going to put this plug in. I don't know if she want me to tell it or not, but this is Uh-oh. my cousin. And so I know her as a person. <laughs> She's good people. She is married to my cousin. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I did not know this beautiful side of her. She's she's a beautiful person inside and out. But this is just another side of the beautiful person that she is. And I am so happy that she is confident and she is bold. She is sharing her truth and may her truth help you along your journey. Thank you so much, Kim. I appreciate Thank you so much you. for having me. You, I appreciate you too. You are absolutely welcome. Speak it, believe it, receive it. This has been another episode with Khadijah RBZ. Have an awesome week. Until next time. What's the one place you can go and get five diverse opinions on one topic? Another one podcast. New episodes every Monday morning. Available on all major podcast platforms.